Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The Chicago Bears suffer another disappointing loss. Now start their season 0-2, this time a loss coming to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're going to talk about who stood out, both good and bad, in this game and why it may be time to be concerned about the coaching staff. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host here, Hayes, but more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform we happen to be on. That being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. And first up, we're going to talk about the injuries that were suffered in yesterday's game. After already losing cornerback Kyler Gordon, Jaquan Brisker went down in what has now been reported as a heat-related uh, injury. He eventually comes back, but uh, Eddie Jackson... Went down. He did not return at all. Uh, it seems like it's a foot injury in regards to him. Keep in mind, I think a foot injury is what took him out last season as well. And then Darnell Mooney also suffered a apparent knee injury um, as well. So the injuries just continue to stack up for the Chicago Bears. And that is a, a big concern, right? Especially when you look at a, a team that hasn't had the continuity that one would hope, a team with a lot of new pieces. And the fact that the injury bug just seems to keep stacking up for the Chicago Bears Let's hope this is not the story for the season overall for the Chicago Bears team. And let's hope that, you know, we're already going to be missing Kyler Gordon until, you know, week seven. We're going to be missing Tevin Jenkins until around week five, right? Uh, you, know, uh, you know, other players, Doug Kramer's out as well. So we got a number of players out. And so let's hope that we stop adding to that injury report list and instead can start adding to wins at some point in time. But with yesterday's game, there are a lot of winners and losers in yesterday's game. I'm going to talk about the positive first, just because I feel like there's uh, less of that. So we're going to get that out the way. Um, but DJ Moore, absolute stud in, in yesterday's game. When you look at what he was able to do, over 100 yards um, receiving in yesterday's game, 104 yards, seven catches. Uh, I'm sorry, six catches, seven targets. DJ Moore showed why he needs to be prioritized in the offense. There were never any questions, right? At least the Bears did do that much better in yesterday's game than what they did in week one against the Green Bay Packers. So that is a sign for, you know, positivity, right? The DJ Moore showing the, the playmaker that he can be in this offense and the, and the way that he can impact the game for the Chicago Bears. And let's hope that that does continue and that we see a, a that trend in the right direction where DJ Moore continues to be that weapon that Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears offense drastically does need. And when we're talking about weapons on the offensive side, you also got to talk about one of the other positive pieces. And this is now two weeks in a row. Roshan Johnson continues to show why he deserves to be a big part of the Chicago Bears offense, right? Deontay Foreman in yesterday's game being a healthy scratch. We all expected and knew that that meant that Roshan Johnson was going to be used more in the offensive side of the ball. He was not the running back one that still goes to Khalil Herbert. Roshan Johnson, four carries for 32 yards, averaging eight yards per carry in that two catches for 10, 10 yards uh, in regards to that as well. Roshan Johnson in just his second professional game, right, uh, outside of preseason, of course, 
shows that, no, he is going to be a weapon for the Chicago Bears offense. Now, the Bears didn't move the ball well on the ground at all, right? That's why, you know, 32 yards, one would say, hey, that doesn't sound like too great of a night. But considering the difficulties that the Chicago Bears had moving the ball overall, Roshan Johnson absolutely considered or has showed that he, he, he deserves to be a big part of that Chicago Bears offense. He's going to continue to show uh, a lot of things. And then, you know, outside of that, I guess the special teams as well, uh, we were able to score field goals. Cario Santos having a big night in, in, in regards to that. But listen, we about to go in because there's not a lot positive to take outside of that. Um, it just it was a rough night for so many Bears last night. And we're going to end this talking about the coaching staff and the questions around them because they were one of the biggest duds yesterday uh, as well. But when you look at it, I got to talk about it. And it's Justin Fields. And that's not to blame everything on Justin Fields. I think I feel like we live in this world now where everyone e- either wants to blame all or nothing on Justin Fields. Yes, the offensive line at times was absolutely bad last year, last night, or yesterday's game. It was afternoon, right? But the fact of the matter is, Justin Fields had times and opportunities where he he missed touchdowns. He missed opportunities that would have been touchdowns. He held on to the ball too long. He missed open receivers, right? He committed turnovers at the wrong time. When you look at the two interceptions, one that sealed the game for the, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that turned into a pick six, right? Uh, two fumbles. One was only one was lost. Justin Fields did go 16 of 29 for 211 yards with one touchdown. But at the end of the day, when you look at the tape this of this, he was sacked six times. At least three of those sacks were only because of Justin Fields holding on to the ball too long. The offensive line gave him plenty of time on those on the three of those sacks. And guess what? He did not make the right uh, 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 choices. He did not make the right reads. He ran right into a tackle. I don't know what he was looking at or what he saw. This game did nothing. For the people like me who defend Justin Fields and what he can be in this NFL and for the Chicago Bears team, this game did nothing. Justin Fields supporters are going to have, if they're being objective, they're going to have a lot a hard time to take away a lot positive with Justin Fields in this game. Yes, the offensive line still absolutely has his struggles, right? But this game, this game was not it for Justin at all. This was one of the worst games I've ever seen Justin Fields play, and that is because he did have opportunities of, of you know, getting more time to make a decision, and he did not look decisive. He looked like he second-guessed himself. And this coaching staff, whether it's that, the offensive line, whatever, Justin Fields may be broken, and hopefully he's able to fix it this season. And by broken, I don't mean it can't be fixed, but something needs to happen. Something drastic needs to happen. And then Matt Eberflus, we got word from him that uh, today that he said that he felt like that last play was a good play call, a good play call. And then we got that, you know, one of the, the, the guy who intercepted the football for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers said that he knew the whole team knew exactly what they were going to do because the Bears went to the same formation. And you feel that that's a good play call? Listen, we're going to go in on the coaching staff before the end of the day, best believe me, but Justin Fields did not make a great uh, decision. Like he did the touchdown uh, to Chase Claypool, solid, really good read. The pass that he got, that he threaded, that Cole Komet ended up dropping, that he got between two defenders, really good pass by Justin Fields. He then followed that up with two other really good passes that were completed to Chase Claypool. He had some moments in this, but it just, it was so much bad in this game, and a lot of it did come down to Justin Fields and his decision-making as well. You can't overlook that. Uh, next one up, Rasheem Green. Terrible. Do not like Rasheem Green. I know he flashed some, and some people were in the comments during the preseason and things like that and just saying how Rasheem Green was going to be able to get to the quarterback, be able to do this and that, this and that. Listen, he did block uh, a field goal, so shout-out to him for that, right? But overall, you know, I don't know. I, I didn't like the play from Rasheem Green personally. I, I look at the all – 22 but you know it is what it is uh he had some moments as well like I said that block field goal attempt almost 
is gonna. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to eleven grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Take him off being a, a complete bad, but it is what it is, man. Um, You know, it just is what it is, man. We'll see what happens on that one. Uh, But outside of that, Braxton Jones continues to be bad. It just he, he's bad. Braxton Jones is terrible. Um, when it when it comes down to it, he's not good. He has not been good. Um, uh, it, six six penalties so far this season. Six in two games. Six. He's turning into a liability for the Chicago Bears, and that's something that you cannot overlook at all in in a situation like that. And when players start being liabilities, you really got to start looking at things. Um, and you know Braxton Jones, a second year player. I still think that Braxton Jones has a heck of a player in him, but he's gonna have to really really tighten up and then overall as well the secondary the secondary just did not play a good game at all uh yesterday as a whole i know that we lost a couple of a nice chunk of our secondary right and we were relying on rookies out there um tyreek stevenson didn't have an overall good night baker mayfield completely picked on him all throughout the night he gave up a 30 uh yard touchdown on that like it's stevenson uh tyreek stevenson struggled but overall our secondary struggled as a whole and that definitely is part of the issue but one of the biggest parts of the issue before I end the episode today, and I have to talk about it, is this coaching staff. And the question that I'm going to throw to you guys, is it time to, to, to worry if this coaching staff, and you know, I know we've talked about Allen Williams, we've talked about Lou Getze, but now it's time to look at the coaching staff overall, right? I've said before that I like Matt Eberfuss. I like what he says. I like how he, how he, he talks and, and handles himself. But at the end of the day, it comes down to can you get the Chicago Bears wins? And when you have things like you think that the last play was a good play call, bad right when you talk about you know I, I know that he believes and he tries to empower the young players and he tries to do all of this but he took over his defensive play calling last night uh, a, a system that he's built and the system ain't working it is not working and we can, and I'm glad that the Chicago Bears players have confidence in the system DJ Moore even saying it's only two weeks into the season but we got uh we got sh- uh shoot a long long season uh, uh, some because I plan on making the playoffs with the Bears. Shout out to DJ Moore for planning on making the playoffs with the Bears because playoffs, playoffs, right? We're 0-2. We talking about the playoffs? Can we win a game, right? Uh, there's a quote on that one. Matt Eberflus so far as the Chicago Bears head coach is 3-16. and That is the worst winning percentage of any coach in Chicago Bears history. Now, again, it's only 19 games, right? Not even two full seasons, but it, it, it it's, it's, it's looking tough, man. It's looking tough. And the the offensive system lacking, the defensive system lacking, the defensive execution lacking, the offensive execution lacking. It's so much lacking with this team and so stagnant. That is what is the most concerning part of it is that when you hear the opposing team say things like, oh, yeah, we knew that we saw the formation. We knew exactly what they were going with the same play that they always go to. We knew exactly where to be. It's tough. It's tough. And I do think that Matt Eberflus is going to get another season. But I tell you what, this season keeps going like this. A head got a roll, and it may be Allen Williams, and it may be Luke Getze. But I tell you what, as much as we talk about Allen Williams, the play calling now that the head coach came, um, took over play calling, it didn't look very, much better at all for the Chicago Bears. So something, it, it's it's tough right now, bro. It's tough right now. Levante David. The direct quote, everybody knew what was coming from Levante David. That is tough. That is the worst thing that you want to hear 
um, from a fan of as a fan of a team. And it's just it's so many questions right now going on with the Chicago Bears team. And overall, listen, the secondary, the secondary that I really thought when you look at some of the biggest issues with the Chicago Bears team currently, I really did think that this Chicago Bears secondary was going to be a secondary that got after. Now, of course, we're missing Kyler Gordon. Eddie Jackson also went down. We're relying on rookies in in, uh, Tyreek Stevenson. You know, Josh Blackwell, who was expected to step up, he was out as well. But at the end of the day, this secondary is not looking good. It just isn't. It isn't. And because of that, they are getting picked apart by quarterbacks. Baker Mayfield picked us apart. Jordan Love picked us apart. And so, you know, in talking and asking the question about the coaching staff that I asked is that it's simply put with this, right? You, If the results aren't there, you have to start looking at changes. And with that said, you know, we'll see, man. The secondary is, is a struggle overall. We'll see what happens with the coaching staff. But also another one with the question, you have, like, with the Bears having two first-round picks, and like I said, I am not calling for Justin Fields to be cut or traded or anything like that I'm not saying that he's terrible I'm not saying that he can't pull himself out of it but when you have two first round picks if this season goes on and one of your biggest question marks still is your quarterback I don't know if the Chicago Bears can be in a place where for two years in a row they have potentially top five picks we'll see how this season goes and they avoid and they overlook the quarterback position if keep in mind Justin Fields is not Ryan Poles' guy now I do think that they've invested. They've given them the weapons. They've tried to improve the offensive line. We got some issues and still big concerns with that offensive line, absolutely. But at the end of the day, if that if that is a question that, that, that in just fairness, in, in evaluating and being somebody in charge of a football team, right, if you still have a question or questions about your starting quarterback and you have first-round picks multiple to end the season, Ryan Poles would be foolish, absolutely foolish foolish not to consider it right you got to ask yourself some really serious tough questions and if, and if this Chicago Bears season keeps going the way that it's going one of those tough questions may be about the starting quarterback in Justin Fields it just may be that's not to say where some Bears fans are bringing Tyson Bagent I'm just saying and listen I, I'm not the biggest Caleb Williams guy either right when's the last time a USC quarterback really stepped up big time in the NFL I'm just saying when it comes down to that right um and then look at you got to look at everything from the top down Ryan Poles has to really ask himself and look at the team that you constructed and ask did you make the right decisions you have potentially the second most cap space in the NFL this upcoming offseason right we'll see what the Bears do with that but you got to start asking yourself between Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus there's some questions there at the top with those guys and you know, we'll see what the answers to those are as we continue to go on. Two weeks into the season, we got we got 15 games left this season, and let's hope that we get more answers than more questions with the remaining time that the, the games that the Chicago Bears have. But I want to hear from you guys. What do you guys think? How do you feel about the Chicago Bears right now after starting now the season 0-2? We have not gotten a regular season win in almost 11 months. That's tough, man. That's That's real tough. But that's my time for today, guys. I love you guys, man. Make sure you guys are following the show at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, ChicagoBearsCentralGmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for our mailbag, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. No, I'm sorry. That's the wrong number. 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. And like I like to end every episode on, Shy Town up, but bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.